Hey, uh, hello guys. Um, this is George Lucas, and I am here to present a new product that I'm uh, very excited about. It's something that we at Lucasfilm have been, well, I guess technically I don't own Lucasfilm anymore, but it's something that me as George Lucas has been developing for a while. I really hope you guys get excited about this product um, that we will be now unveiling through this through this amazing podcast that I 100% fully support. Um, so yeah, here here we go. Here we have our spokesperson for this ad. I just wanted to introduce it and uh, tell you that uh, it has my stamp of approval. Did you ever hear the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise? I thought not. <laughs> it's not a story the Jedi would tell you. It's a Sith legend. Darth Plagueis was a Dark Lord of the Sith. So powerful and so wise, he could use the Force to influence the midi-chlorians to create life. And that is what we are doing here at StarWar.com. Here at StarWar.com, we are doing just that. We are helping you influence the midi-chlorians in the Force to help create life. How many of you have a loved one that is on the brink of death? You know, we're living in crazy times, but thanks to StarWar.com, you can influence their midi-chlorians through the Force to help them live longer or even bring them back from the dead. Now, unfortunately, this product does not work on yourself, but you can always have a homie try and hook you up with some midi-chlorians and some Force-healing life stuff for yourself. Now, remember, that is StarWar.com, and be sure to use promo code GEORGELUCAS to have this stuff delivered by hand. We're done with that. Yeah, so we're all together again in person. Um, not for a long time, just to record this podcast. And so we wanted to bless your ears with a beautiful rendition of the Star Wars song. <laughs> Star the Wars one. Song. The one and only. Episode is brought to you by George Lucas. Yes, it is. It is brought to you by George Lucas. Remember to visit StarWars.com for a free cardboard cutout of George Lucas de- delivered hand personally by the man himself. And by personally. Hand personally to your door. Um, what are we listening to right now? Uh, we are listening to the Star Wars song. But what are we listening what to? Are they, the what are they listening to? Oh, of course. What's the How foolish of me. Uh, well, first of theme. all, welcome back to the Origin Boy Inquiry. My name is Lucas. I'm Jared. I'm Niall. And today we are going to be talking about everyone's favorite trilogy of movies, the prequels. Ooh. Yes. Um, I think we are pretty well aged to be talking about this stuff because we all grew up with it. Okay. And so I think for people who are around in their early 20s, um, early to mid 20s, are the most forgiving of the prequels just yep. because we love them so much. It's our much. Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we grew up with them. And so that is definitely the case with me. I love the prequels for a lot of reasons. Um, it's kind of disappointing watching them as like a 9 and 10 year old and then rewatching them when you're like 19 and 20. 19 and 20 because <laughs> yeah. then you realize, oh, dang it. 
my taste in movies was not that great yeah, 10 years shoot. ago. <laughs> but they are still fun to watch in certain aspects, but there are just some inadmissible parts of those movies. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's some bumpy roads. In yeah, them. so yep. I think we I'll should... S- I'll say growing up, my taste in Star Wars movies was directly correlated to how many lightsabers were in the film. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so Same. the Attack of the Clones was my favorite. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. like you get that Lord of the Rings battle. At the yeah, end. the oh, end with so the droids cool. and stuff. So that's growing up. That was my favorite. It's like my rainy day movie. Oh, like, same. I watched. Like I, I was yeah. injured, and so I'd watch it all the time. So bless my mom for watching it so many <laughs> yeah, times dude. in hindsight. Yeah. I loved Attack. That was my favorite one growing up too. Yeah, I've probably seen Attack of the Clones. I was thinking about this the other day more than any other movie in my life. Like if I were to yeah. probably calculate, that would probably be the one that I've seen the most. That's a good choice. Yeah, because yeah, it's just like same thing. Good. I loved it. Sometimes I would challenge myself to watch the whole movie from beginning to end. Because usually what I would do would skip to the Geonosis fight at the end. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, As soon as they're in the factory. Yeah. yeah. I think that's oh, a good place to start. Yeah. That factory <laughs> part's up. sick. Yeah. Because even as was. a young child... <laughs> okay, yeah. Fair. Even as a young child, I knew there was something about the first two-thirds of that movie that I didn't like. But it wasn't until I got a little bit older that I realized... Oh, it's just because it's bad. <laughs> yeah. It's just objectively not. Well, there, here, here's the thing. is like, even in that movie, there are scenes that I remember, like, and I still think are awesome. Oh, yeah, right? like the Django Fett. And... The Django Fett. There's, like, the the chase above, uh, what, what's the that? Coruscant. Yeah, Coruscant. Yeah. 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 There's the scene where Anakin rubs Padme's back and talks about sand. sand. Oh, yeah, that is... Uh, Amazing. And because of that, we all hate Sam. You know? <laughs> That's true. It's these coarse. movies had a yeah, big. It's rough, it's it gets, it gets everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> it, these movies had a big effect on who we are as people. Yeah. Because yeah. now all of us hate sand, and we all only have one hand. Yeah. And also, <laughs> very true. What? <laughs> because a lot of like our age group, whatever we are, in between millennials and Gen Z, yeah, um, we, <laughs> us twenty-one year olds, we. You know, this this kind of culture, people who've grown up on the prequels are now in charge of meme culture. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and the prequels being so beloved, but also so like... Memeable. Memeable, not yeah. that great, you know, has sparked such a unique culture. Yeah. And it's o- I think it's only because it's our generation who have grown up with them and yeah. are now yeah. in, oh, yeah. in charge well, of that. And it's interesting because I feel like there are some movies that are bad... And they're fun to watch yeah. because they're bad. Yeah. Um, trying to think of examples, but none are coming to the my room. mind. The Room. The Room. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. But these movies are bad movies that have been, because of the the role that they have in our culture, especially for our age group, for 21-year-olds, mm-hmm. um, they're, they've like become good movies. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, even though you watch them and you recognize, like, this is bad... You can't help but just enjoy the whole thing, yeah. you know? And so it's kind of interesting that it's not like bad movies that are fun to watch because they're bad. They're bad movies that are fun to watch because they're good. Yeah. And it's really Which weird. Is, yeah, <laughs> I know. It's like the thing with the prequels is there's so much at the core that is amazing. And that if the dialogue and writing was a little bit better yeah. and like more honed in, it they could have been they could have been as good as the original trilogy. Yeah. But it was just too much George Lucas. Yes, I think George. that's actually a really interesting question. Uh, if if the prequels were so close to being good, 
uh, and this is my question for this week. <laughs> wow. Segway what, king. Um, what would you change, Lucas? Like, what is one thing the... that you would that you would switch out okay. to make them reach that level? So I think the biggest thing with these movies is that episode one you can remove from the trilogy and not miss anything really, yeah. as far as narratively goes. Sure. And so. Listen, I've listened to the commentary of episode one just because I was watching it one time and I was like, whatever. Is it, is I might it better as well, with commentary? Yeah, is it better with commentary? And it is definitely more interesting. <laughs> okay. But hearing George Lucas talk about the prequels is extremely frustrating because he compares <laughs> them to the original trilogy the whole time as uh, though they're on the same level. Oh. Because in his eyes, they are. Like oh, episode George. four is as, like episode one is as good as episode four. Episode two is as good as episode five. <laughs> what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We all agree with yeah, yeah, one of the best movies ever made. Ever made. And Punk yeah. Strikes Back. Not, and like objectively probably the worst Star Wars movie ever made. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> this episode two. Oh my like honestly, goodness. episode five is at the top of my list and episode two is at the bottom, even below yep, episode same. nine. Honestly, That's yeah. crazy. Oh, episode nine's still bottom for me. <laughs> no, I Rock I'm bottom. With you. you cannot get lower than it's episode just, uh, nine. I haven't redone my list since nine came out, and so that's, yeah. a, that's a tricky spot. Nine yeah. definitely. It definitely is. But so the, the biggest thing that I would change is um, what happens to the characters in episode one, because I love the introduction of Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan, oh, Anakin, so Darth good. Maul. All that stuff is uh-huh. so cool, but it doesn't really help anything in the longer scheme of things. Like if Qui-Gon and Darth Maul would have survived episode one into episode two, like honestly, I, I love Count Dooku. For certain aspects, I loathe him for others. Mm-hmm, but yeah. if they would have made Darth Maul the Darth Vader of the prequel trilogy and yeah. had him from one, two, and three, and then had him die at the beginning of episode three, it would have been way more impactful. Yeah. You would have cared a lot more about what was happening because Darth Maul would have been the villain of the whole trilogy. Right. And then, like, you, it would have made episode one more meaningful because, well, he could also have still killed Qui Gon in the first one. Um, Ooh, and that would have villainized them even yeah, more. Yeah, it would have villainized yeah. them even more. But I think another part of episode one that it struggles with is that there's not like a clear main character. They should have made it Qui-Gon as the main character. Because like in a Star Wars movie, there's always going to be multiple narratives going on. But, but like you need it's Luke, Luke or, and, or Rey. Exactly. Yeah. And obviously it was Anakin in episodes two and three. But since he was such a little kid and he didn't join the story until later on, it would have been better to have Qui-Gon kind of as yeah. the... That's as the guy going on. And then his death would have been a more impactful. Darth Maul's existence would have been better in two and three. Yeah. And then we wouldn't have had Qui-Gon and Especially uh, if or Dooku. If you would have set up Qui-Gon as the protagonist. Yeah. And then just and then he dies. pull the rug yeah, yeah, out yeah, from the audience. Like Whoa. that's a really Yeah, that would have been a good like device to use. And it movie. makes the transition from Qui-Gon to Anakin being the main character make more sense yeah. and yeah. be a little bit more impactful, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like now it's this kid that he like in basically his last days chose to be part of this you know now we're gonna follow his story yeah and it, that would be really cool it'd yeah. also be impactful for obi-wan because this responsibility is just thrust onto him mm-hmm. you know yeah. qui-gon's like hey i'm gonna raise this kid i'm gonna teach him how to be a jedi master yeah. but then he, like all of a sudden now that responsibility is on obi-wan's shoulders yeah and so seeing that abrupt change in the narrative would kind of be a little more impactful yeah. instead of yeah. just two studs rolling up and yeah. uh, attacking the clones. Yeah, it's just like, wow, Anakin is a different actor and Obi-Wan has long hair now and a beard. So are you are you saying you would not kill... I would not kill Darth Maul, I guess, if okay. I had to say one like specific one thing. thing. 
but overall just narratively make episode one more relevant to the rest of the trilogy. I love Duel of the Fates, obviously, at the end. And honestly... And we I, can keep that. Yeah. And I... I <laughs> Don't get rid of that. I think my bottom three are two, nine, just above two, and then one above nine. I mm, think okay. episode one has a lot of... The thing that... I think the biggest difference is between... Weight. Yeah. The difference between one and two for me is that you can cut out and edit a little bit of episode nine and it improves it by a ton episode two you just can't do that with because right. the crap is just so ingrained and grounded <laughs> into the narrative it's yeah. just like impossible to rub out and so two has the best music of any of them though i think Hot three take. has the best i, 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 I still the, love that episode the, two music. the love like, theme across yeah. the stars yeah. or whatever it's called so amazing yeah so, so good just so but that's all i can think of for two it There's has also the, the droid the geonosis droid, yeah. song that's like the... How does it doesn't go? doesn't come to my mind. I don't know. I'll see, pull it up after I mean? and you'll know what I'm talking about. It comes to your mind. You know it. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, so Duel of the Fates. So good. Um, but yeah, that's me. Yeah, Niall, what's up? My answer is a little more specific and maybe nitpicky. But this is something that I really just dislike so much. Let Django much. keep his head. Let Django keep his head. <laughs> come I mean, on. Come on, man. Don't take his head off. Um, no, I... For me, it's... Um, midichlorians. Mm. Uh, I, I really don't yeah. like them. And Classic. I know this is like an age-old thing. No, yeah, that, that no, I'm talk about. I definitely agree. But <clears throat> for me, the original trilogy is so fun to watch because it's just as science fiction as it is mystical there's kind of this almost like fantasy element of the force and of the jedi Mm -hmm. that it's like this religion you know and it Mm -hmm. and it's not like the the problem that i have with midichlorians is that's not like a question that people had yeah like how do people get the force and how like why are some people jedis and some people aren't that was just kind of a thing that you accepted about yeah. the world yeah. and george lucas offered an explanation anyway that just took away that mysticism <laughs> from us yeah. he's just like oh they have midichlorians and if you have an, a high m count then you're a really good jedi yeah. <laughs> and it's just like that just seems so stupid to me and i like it's it's one of those classic examples of less is more you know you don't need an explanation for everything if you have a cool idea just put it in your movie yeah you don't have to have this giant explanation for why everything is the way it is um but also the idea has to be cool because they also tried the no explanation thing for palpatine in episode nine yeah and it's terrible yeah (laughs) somehow palpatine has returned (laughs) the dead speak (laughs) you're like okay Um, Fine, I guess. But... Well, I guess this is the movie we're watching. Now. <laughs> yeah, seriously, <laughs> I guess we're watching six yeah. again. Yeah. But oh, but man. for real, I I just the midichlorian idea represents so much of what's wrong with the prequels to mm-hmm. me of just trying to explain things that don't need to be explained, and um, it's just kind of unfortunate. I think that that had to had to happen to the Star Wars universe. Yeah. yeah. I definitely agree. And so, well, speaking of Palpatine, real quick, is I think him in the prequels is fantastic. Oh yeah, yeah. I think He's his so presence good. in those mm-hmm. movies is one thing to watch and follow, yep. and genuinely like oh, yeah. be interested. It's in. Yeah, great. Because oh, yeah. another thing, nobody wanted 
three movies of just politics. Yeah. No, <laughs> right? see, Especially the and first one is got. all politics, right? <laughs> that's what we got. Yeah. But um, his presence in that, what, what's his... I'm blanking Chancellor, uh, yeah, Chancellor Palpatine, yeah. Or... Misa want politics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, his first he, name is Sheev, but Sheev. I don't think they ever say Do they ever say it in any of the they, movies? I don't think they ever say it in the movies. They say it in the Clone Wars, I think. Sheev. And I don't think they're like, hey, Sheev, how you doing? <laughs> Misa, like Sheev. Misa, like Shiva. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's interesting, because I'm not going to say get rid of Jar Jar, and neither of you guys did. Yeah. So, yeah, because I think there are worse things. There are. There I mean, are obviously, I would prefer no Jar Jar, but at the same time... Jar Jar doesn't ruin the story. Yeah. He's just a garbage character. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. well, and as a child, I loved Jar Jar. So yeah. it's like, I. Yeah. he said it was for kids, which... You know, it worked for me as a kid. Right, and kids love politics. Yeah, so, yeah. which is the, that's, see, that's the biggest thing that frustrates me is he says, like, yeah, the prequels are made, or stars and generals for 12-year-olds. It's like, okay, you prove that by creating Jar Jar, but you disprove that by giving us a half-hour scene in episode one with Padme and Chance, the Chancellor where they talk about unnecessary politics. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I definitely know that as a five-year-old kid, I was I would watch Star Wars, the original trilogy, and think... You know, this is cool, but I just don't understand why they're so powerful with the Force. Yeah. And so I was really grateful, actually. Is it like, like, like a blood kind of thing? Yeah. As, as a, five, like a, as a five-year-old blood, sitting yeah. in the Get theater the and, and learning that it's all about midichlorians, I was like, oh, okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, I didn't understand why midichlorians were lame as a child. Was like, no. no it's well, cool. of course not. Like, you, you just watch those movies and you're just like... Okay, yeah. but the stupid stuff as a kid is just gonna go right over your head, and mm-hmm. the cool stuff sticks. Yeah, like I feel like it's a really cop out thing of George Lucas to say these movies are for twelve year olds because it's just like yeah. that's just you saying I'm gonna make these movies not very good. Yeah, <laughs> but they'll have but the universe is cool. Yeah. Then, uh, okay, sorry, I, like... but I interrupted your answer. No, that's okay. Um, <clears throat> I think yeah, there's a lot of issues that are just overlooked and that get like brushed to the side because you know it's george's vision right it's directed by george lucas produced by george lucas written by george George lucas you know and so everything my my what i would have changed is only this is a big one only have the story by george lucas don't have him involved in anything else yep oh yeah have filmmakers who are making great films at the time have them direct it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have another writer take your ideas and make it into something good. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think we had a lot of trust in George Lucas to make really good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that just kind of like that power, yeah. <laughs> you know, kind of just oh, yeah. made it so there were no checks and balances. Yeah. Like yeah. He'd be, he could just say, I'm going to make a character that's talks with like this weird Yusa kind of yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> accent well, and no one was there to tell him no yeah he, <laughs> he surrounded himself with yes men so everything yeah. he pitched it was like you like it or you're fired basically right. And like, we're going to have the Gorgons, is that, or what's there? Gungans. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Goron is from, yeah. from Zelda. 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 Yeah. <laughs> we're going to have the Gungans fight the droids, and it's just going to be like this this guy fumbling around and yeah, accidentally and taking be... out, like, 
yeah. half the freaking army. You yeah, know, it's, it's just main it's lazy. Energy balls. What is that? And somehow I got semi automatic laser guns, like yeah. two guns. We're going to have a nine year old fly <laughs> up into a space station and blow it up. You yeah, know? like yeah. that's cool. Like, See, Anakin's I, dope. I would have liked that if it wasn't so clumsy and like unintentional. With everybody's right. like, this is pod racing. I'm going to do a spin. That's a that's a cool trick <laughs> so yeah that that's what i would change is i think he just had a little bit too much power yeah if I totally if someone agree. would have stood there and said that's not a good idea mm-hmm. or that won't land the way you want it to maybe we would have some changes yeah, yeah. Uh, and maybe we wouldn't have as many bad cgi scenes and yeah, yeah. i think oh, the biggest yeah. so he actually tried to get other people to direct the prequels before really? yeah he, he went to like steven spielberg and ron howard and a couple other people, and all of them were like, no, I don't want to mess up Star Wars, because if I do, then I will be screwed. I was not aware of that. So he was not aware of that. He did that. not. <laughs> he originally was like, I don't want to have to direct these again. He was just going to be writer and story guy. I mean, I'm sure he would have been heavily involved, because he was right, funding sure. yeah. this time around. And Was that kind of his up, pocket? I mean, like, 20th Century Fox produced it. But he, most of the Lucas funds. Films. Yeah, it was Lucas Films. And at that point, he was a billionaire, and he was like, I want to do this <laughs> my way. Yeah. I don't want any sort of studio involvement. Because even in the original trilogy, they changed stuff that he didn't like. But obviously, I mean, it's those, better. Yeah, it turned out great. Yeah. One of the few times where studio meddling yeah. made the movies better. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to recommend some... some... Uh, educational material mm-hmm. for YouTube if you haven't seen it Please. and also for oh I think I actually know what you're talking about uh, but there is a YouTube video it's about 20-25 minutes something like that but it's called How Star Wars Was Saved in the Edit so yeah, cool. it yeah, about, uh, his wife. so cool yeah it talks yeah. about uh, George Lucas's wife uh, who was the editor of that film mm-hmm. and how drastically different the movie was changed this is uh, A New Hope or yeah. just the first episode one Star, Star Wars, Wars. Yeah. um and it shows the before of like basically what they were trying to show. Yeah. They showed other directors like yeah, uh, and all of Steven them were Spielberg. Like, this is them. bad. They're like, yeah. This is not a good movie. <laughs> and then they had to basically just in the editing room change so many drastic things, remake the movie, and then shipped it off. And that's yeah. what we got yeah. in Star Wars today. And it is one of the best movies oh, ever yeah. made. You know? Yeah. I, I rewatched and, New Hope and I was like, wow, this and is phenomenal. So I'm trying to ingrain some thing, educational yeah, material well, yeah, the, into it. New Hope, it's interesting to look at that video because it's like George Lucas was in control for that first cut that he showed the other directors. Mm-hmm. And, and it was bad. Yeah. <laughs> and then other people came in and like kind of held his hand and made sure that the movie <laughs> turned out good. And then it was Star Wars. You yeah. Know? And so the prequels were, at least the universe was already established, so it already had a following, so it didn't just fall flat entirely. But it could have, like, that's what happens when you let George Lucas off of his leash. Yeah. You know, you Mm -hmm. get just kind of this incoherent. Yeah. Yeah, that was some really cool scenes, cool ideas, cool moments, but everything in between that connects them just doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, that's really to the detriment of episode ones, two, and three because they got divorced in between uh, finishing the original trilogy and starting the prequels, so he didn't have her at all. Like, I don't know who edited them. (laughs) That's kind of (laughs) sad. So, yeah, I mean, it was rough because, like, he he dedicated so much of his life for, like, six years to Star Wars. He had Jar Jar. Yeah, he had Jar Jar. The saddest (laughs) episode of Orange Boy and Korea yet. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> um, well, to make it even sadder, they adopted kids. Oh, we and don't have that. Yes. <laughs> and he was like looking forward to finally being able to raise his children with his wife. Stop, Stop it, Lucas. Stop. They get divorced. This is educational. So this, this is too educational. <laughs> yeah, I, years. I feel too educated. Yeah. So anyway. that's the first question. We'll cut it there. No segue into the next no one. No segue. I will just ask it. Um, the next question. Let me let me look at my notes here. Watch the um, commentary. So this is this is kind of. You talk all about it. Well, this is uh, where where my wife and I we. This is where my. She liked this idea. Uh, Marsha uh, would have done great yeah. here, I'm sure. This conversation. God, is actually, I miss her. <laughs> this conversation is actually based on when I told my wife that I hate. Someone. Yeah, and she divorced me immediately. <laughs> oh, this is what okay. I wish would have happened. I have fa- a question. To be fair, she was a fan of politics. I wasn't, <laughs> I, and so I put all this in and. I'm not brave enough for politics. <laughs> yeah, I'm not brave enough. <laughs> okay. Personally. All right, I've got a question. <laughs> Crying on my <laughs> commentary. Yeah, half of it is him just silent. Can I just take a second? <laughs> okay. Okay, all right. Now we'll move on. New question. This is kind of in the other direction. Um, but I want to know what is the best thing to come of the prequel trilogy? Mm. Yeah, very good question. Because there's a lot of good stuff in there, there's a lot of as great we said. Stuff. Yes. And so we've kind of covered the garbage, and now I want to talk about, yeah, you know the the silver lining. Can I go last? No. Yeah. You answer no. right which, now. Which is it? <laughs> yeah, yes, you can go last. Okay, thank you. I'll go first. I um, have an answer, but I I was <laughs> debating between a couple of things, and I won't say what my other one is in case one of you guys want to say it. Sure. But I would say that the world building is the best part about uh, the prequels, just because. When you think about it, like like you, Jared was saying, the story works well, and there are a lot of cool things that are introduced in this movie. It's just It just gets too convoluted with the dialogue and the plot and yeah. just the writing and whatever else. But the, the whole idea, like in theory, I like the idea of some politics in Star Wars because I think it's interesting. Yeah. I think he did too much, though, because <laughs> we don't have to know... Everything. Useless, hollow details about yeah, this. It was but an it, overcorrection. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the the idea of Palpatine just taking advantage of the political system and then rising to be an emperor of awesome. the galaxy. Awesome. Yeah, exactly. Super cool idea. And you wouldn't need as much of what he gave us to like catch on to that. But I think the, you know, Coruscant. I loved how the idea of the original trilogy is just like the galaxy's in disarray. It's dirty. Mm-hmm. It's just like. No one is really that happy. And then in the prequels, it's like slick and new and everything like looks good. And so it makes the the um, the, pre- the original trilogy more impactful because it's like, okay, dang, this is how the galaxy has kind of changed since then. Um, yeah. And so like Coruscant, Naboo, Geonosis, like some of those worlds are so awesome. And like yeah. the species they introduce. The water planet. Yeah, the water planet. What's that one called? Uh, Camino. <laughs> yes. I was going to say Trask, but that's Mandalorian. Yeah. That was the only one that would come to my head. Um, But yeah, there are some really, really cool things they do with characters and with worlds and just, you know, I I think lightsaber combat, I don't think they really, like they introduce some new powers and like they're flipping and stuff like that. But it's not to the point where it's like, 
force healing where it's like why haven't they been using this for always yeah. plus to save so it works like, better this w- direction yeah exactly where it's like luke doesn't know he's not like super properly trained like right. once he works and trains with yoda then yeah yeah uh but before that it's like he knows the bare minimum yeah right and, oh yeah uh and then you go back and you see oh this is when the force was like in its prime or like mm-hmm. the jedi or yeah. council was and I, if I can say something, yeah, yeah, yeah. think about like what we knew from the original trilogy. We had like three planets. We had Endor, mm-hmm. Hoth, uh, Tatooine, and uh, uh, Dagobah, yeah. and then yeah. Cloud City. I think that's like the only, the only planets. Yeah. Right? Um, and then Aspen. we've heard a little bit about... Yeah. Which is Cloud City. Oh. Cloud City. Thank Cloud you. Planet. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no Educational material. Yeah. Um, or we're just freaking nerds. <laughs> One of the two. Um, too much. And then we know <laughs> there was a Jedi Order Council thing, maybe. Yeah. There, know, we, the Clone like, Wars is name dropped in exactly. episode four. Alderaan. Yeah, Alderaan. It's another planet. Sorry, I'm we don't, even, but we don't go there. We, we don't go there. We see yeah, but you see up. it blow <laughs> The Death you know, Star is a planet. The point I'm trying to make <laughs> That's is... That's no moon. Think about the these planets that we had, and then just like how that just expands and is like twice as yeah. over twice as many yeah and yeah. the prequels no, for sure. um and then you have these hints of like the clone wars mm-hmm. and we get to flesh that out or the jedi order flesh that out you know yeah or like coruscant i think is my favorite planet because it all like for a lot of reasons but one of the things that i think it does for the original trilogy is it contextualizes where the emperor has been the whole time yeah yeah he doesn't even show up until episode six mm-hmm. but if he's like the emperor of everything then he's on Our the court. capital planet right just doing whatever um, for our listeners who aren't aware of what these planets are, Coruscant is also yeah, known sorry. as Traffic Planet. <laughs> traffic Planet. Uh, Big, tall buildings planet. Tall buildings uh, and traffic. Kill kill some centipedes and jump out a window planet. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> that might actually confuse them more. <laughs> but we're going to leave it at that. Lost? It's okay. Just no, look I it up. What? what? It's be a bounty hunter and hire another bounty hunter <laughs> and then to go the and kill somebody with centipedes. And then follow the bounty hunter instead and then of, kill them. Instead of killing the person you hired them to kill, you kill them when you had just as apt of an opportunity to kill them and then fly away mysteriously. Dude, two is problematic. <laughs> yeah, but you are underground See, I, I just listeners. barely realized that for the first time. She was trying to kill them. Well, I guess they were trying to kill Padme. But he could have just... Poison darted Anakin or Obi Wan yeah, instead and of Sam right, Wessel exactly. yep. and been like, okay, and then fly off, but instead he kills her. The changeling. Yeah, the changeling <laughs> who, like, whatever, who cares about her? Um, <laughs> to, to our listeners, kind of on the underground scene, this is the planet where you get death sticks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you know that character's name? I think I might have mentioned it before. You know the character's name? His name is Sleaze Bagono. Oh, yeah! I think we talked about this. Yeah. I don't know if it was Sleaze on the podcast. Sleaze Bagono. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, that I is his name. One of my death name. sticks. Yeah. You don't oh, want to wow. sell me any desks. <laughs> yeah. You want to go home and rethink, rethink your life. life. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, Good old Sleaze I don't even know where we're at on this we question. Are, he was, still I answered question. my question. The we world would, building. The you world building is the best part. So it's my, my turn. My answer's quick. 
Cool. Okay, Jordan. my answer. Jordan. I kind of have. I kind of have two well, no, answers. <laughs> I have two answers, which I feel bad for going before you. If no, I it's okay. Answers. I've got. I've got three that haven't been said yet. Okay, great. Oh, nice. So I'm I gonna take. Three, I'm gonna take two of them. Sure. Which is you will try the, the lightsaber fight choreography. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, which is just one. something that's missing from the original trilogy. It's for almost sure. like yeah. kind of hard Herty. to watch sometimes <laughs> the the lightsaber fights in the original just because it's like there's the one especially that has like no music in episode four yeah in four yeah, that was, one and Darth Vader. okay that, yeah well, that's that, the one i'm thinking the, yeah that was that's not a first. fight no <laughs> yeah. that was two elderly men who <laughs> yeah. like swinging their swords at each other but it it like it's something that you could when you watch it you're like I get why this isn't cool because mm-hmm. it would have been hard for them to do yeah, and it was yeah, very yeah. low budget it's but at the same time it's disappointing that it's not like this kind of cool mm-hmm. interesting thing yeah. and in in the in the prequels they cover that you know they they're like we're going to make all of these fights super super awesome yeah. you know and it like in three when they're just spinning their lightsabers Still, around each like, other looking at each other yeah like, it's just it's awesome oh, yeah. you know oh, yeah. like sure. battle of the heroes especially is just like it's one of my favorite movie fights Anakin that Obi-Wan exists fight, right? yeah, yeah. The the Anakin Obi Wan fight and it's um I think that it's just like it's just one of the best movie fights, you know? Oh, right. Not just because of the choreography, but also the, the narrative meaning, impact. the narrative, what's going on mm-hmm. in the story and why this fight is happening. It's stellar. And, the music, the and that, set piece. It would still oh, yeah. be amazing. Mustafar. Mustafar. It would still be the amazing with, like, <laughs> yeah, the lava planet. Um, <laughs> it would still be an amazing fight if the choreography wasn't fantastic because of how good the narrative is there. Yeah. But that fight choreography makes it, like, that's what pushes it. From a nine to a ten. You know? Oh yeah, honestly, um, episode three. Oh, it's so. Unironically, I love. Yeah, it. Oh yeah, me too. I think that's something I think we still... didn't talk about that in the opening. Yeah. But yeah, we all actually love episode three. Like yeah. I put that in my top three Star Wars movies. Oh, oh yeah. me too. Same. Yeah, so, definitely. Um, I, yeah. <laughs> my other answer is the memes. Just <laughs> memes about prequels. Yeah. yeah are, it's it's Pre- crazy how these movies. <laughs> have transcended their medium. Oh, yeah. And have become a part of our culture mm-hmm. as, you know, the 21-year-old generation. Yeah, yeah, so. <laughs> um, w- like, the prequels are a huge part of our culture. Like, the oh, memes yeah. and and how thoroughly they have been picked apart to be made into memes. Like, oh, seriously, visible every... Confusion. <laughs> every <laughs> confusion. Every single line. The... Oh, I don't... Like, everything from, oh, I don't think so, oh, don't to... Think so. This is getting out of hand. Now there are two of them. Like, yeah. like I love everything. democracy. She can't do that. Shoot her or something. Yeah. Like, every, every single line, line, every line they have turned meme. into a meme. Yeah. And it's, it's phenomenal. It this is where the fun begins. Like, yeah. we could make an entire... 45 minute episode just just (laughs) listing off memes and we've already been doing it this episode like another happy landing i'm not brave enough for politics i don't like sand (laughs) don't don't try it don't try it i have the high ground democracy the whole thing it's like (laughs) there there are so many in the prequels and it's like that's something that the the prequels that. didn't really give us. We gave the prequels, yeah. if that makes sense. Like, and that's well, why I love them is because it's the the memes that have come from the pe- prequels 
are what make these movies so interactive. Mm -hmm. And it feels less like the fans are going to watch these movies and then have it just be a one-sided experience. But the fans are feeding the movies just as much as the movies are feeding the fans, you know? And I love that about the way that meme culture has just taken over the prequels. Yeah. (laughs) I I think it is very poetic. It's like an elderly parent, right? Yeah. So your parents take care of us. These movies took care of us as kids and they raised us and they gave us cool fight scenes, a passion for film scores and for filmmaking. And then now we have given them new life (laughs) and an eternal place in meme culture. Yeah. The one that's crawling with vulture droids. (laughs) I've even seen that turned into me. Like every liner. It's just, it's it's crazy. So (laughs) those, none of those are my answers. Awesome. I have nice. three. I'm surprised. So I'm going, to, I'm going to go ahead and speed run, say three things. The three best things that came from the prequels, in my opinion. Number one is, we've talked about it a lot, it's the music. Yeah, that's, that was my other answer. Was the music. So um, good. I think we all can agree. Like, oh, so good. In all three, like, honestly. Exactly. Yeah. I, think, I think, it's hard to say because of how iconic the original trilogy are, but I would say I like the themes of the first like one through yeah. three, the prequel oh, then more than yeah, I, I, I it, it, And this is the thing for our listeners because I did this with Jared one time. We were listening to just a ton of Star Wars music, and he was asking me which one the this song came from. And I'm like, like I don't really know, but he was just like, okay, which movie was this introduced in? And I was wrong on so many that I thought were part of the original trilogy, mm-hmm. but were episode two. Or episode three. Yeah. And it's because, like, the music really is, like, perfectly the next step of what came out in the original trilogy. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, it just feels so much like part of this, those same scores, but, like, a forward progression of it. Sorry. Yeah. I'll let you no, talk I about No, it. I mean, I think there's a, a lot to be said about it. Just uh, go listen to it. Battle of the Heroes, Duel of the Fates, and Across and the Stars. Across the Stars, yeah. Those and are like the, the one three Geonosis battle song yeah. that I cannot remember. And the you want. <laughs> Those are, that's like the optional, <laughs> optional like course material. Yeah. <laughs> right when you hear it, you're going to know and you're sure. going to agree with me. Well, and there's a, the, there's a song on Kamino, the water planet with the clones and Django Fett, that plays as they're fighting, as Django and Obi-Wan oh, yeah, are fighting, yeah. which is also great. Um, yeah. I think that, like, obviously... Four, five, and six, the scores for those preceded one, two, and three, and so mm-hmm. they impacted them a lot. Yeah. And there are some great songs in them. But I think overall, if we just like say whatever to history, then I think the prequels yeah. I like for, them more at the end of the day. For Lord of the Rings fans, um, I would say it's like Return of the King. Now, yeah. Return of the King basically has the same scores as uh, Two Towers and... Uh, fellowship Mm -hmm. but it also just starts to introduce even more on top of it and so you already have this fantastic score but then when they light the beacons at the end of three or about halfway through more like Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know maybe even not that far into the first act actually (laughs) it's it's, yeah it's like the the battle for minister yeah uh, anyway that that music is so good you know but it's like it is layered on top of all the pre-existing foundational stuff. Sure. Um, two, uh, it's just Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Oh, I think yeah. this is the perfect cast Amen. casting of maybe any character in anything ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we could go on about that, but I'll we go to my, to my true answer that I'll stick with, and that is 
the Lego Star Wars games. Oh my <laughs> yeah. goodness, how oh, did yeah. I not think to say that? Now, as as much as I would love to say the prequels raised me, oh, these Star Wars games. games are actually like what <laughs> oh <my laughs> like filled gosh. most of my childhood. Oh, I yeah. could talk about each level. Me? I have yeah. them all memorized still. I know yep. where all the mini kits are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and so I won't take too much time because we're not really talking about Lego g- games. No, we, we should. We should. <laughs> you kidding me? Time. Yeah. Those this... Lego games are better than the prequels because it's just the story <laughs> oh, minus yeah. the dialogue. It's, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, it's <laughs> and you no play. politics. <laughs> yeah, it's no just politics. the fight scenes, you know? Right. Just the cool fights. And the cutscenes are funny because yeah. they hadn't made their Lego characters talk in those video games yeah. yet. I remember in like like the first one of episode one where you like jump down the port or maybe it's not the it's not the first but it's, it's like a couple in where you're on uh naboo and you yeah. like fall down and there's like this cutscene with the uh the roger roger guys. droids yeah, yeah, yeah. or battle droids mm-hmm. honestly that's a generational thing too yeah. i call them roger roger, roger, roger droids, droids. <laughs> <laughs> but i just call them battle droids but they like i remember that scene clear as day oh, like yeah, they yeah. jump down and land on them and that's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, man. That's so, yeah, like, game. guys, and they still hold up today. They're so good. They really do. You don't need to play those again. Yeah, I know, so right? So, go, go pick up your... And the complete saga complete comes complete saga. Up, like, next month, I think. Yeah. <laughs> you go, I'm really excited awesome. to play the... I feel like Rise of Skywalker will be a fun... Thing to play, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I think the whole thing will just be so cool. Because the, the thing that they're doing in this one that they haven't done in the other games is the entire world is going to be made out of Lego. Like everything in the game is gonna be Lego. That no will way! Actually be sick. I didn't know yeah. that. That's so, gonna be so. Sweet. Pick it up, and it's pick like up update your copy. combat and stuff. Oh, get that I would, on our Xboxes and play it online. Yeah, dude, I would love to replay I think the it's gonna be co-op. complete saga, dude. Yeah, or like we, the uh, the one through three. Pre- yeah, we the should. Levels were better. We should than live yeah. podcast yeah. playing through the entirety <laughs> of that game. No, man. Welcome to our forty-eight hours. <laughs> We are going no, to do one hundred percent this. We'll just, yeah. Oh my we'll god! We'll record like an hour at a time, and it'll just be our B sides. Like, yeah, yeah. Let us know if you want that. Because <laughs> I have a you... feeling nobody, nobody does. wants that. <laughs> so just let us know if you're interested. You want to listen to some if, people play video games? It's like the, if I get one like, I'll do it. so <laughs> one, like person. <laughs> one person, one yeah, person says like, that we should do it. We will do it. Yeah, we're probably going to do it anyway. <laughs> we probably will. Um, yeah, well, cool. I have a, no, you have a question. Lucas has a question. I'm not even going to try to segue. Segue. (laughs) Yeah, segue. Um, so before I answer that, have I asked mine yet? (laughs) (laughs) Um, before I ask my question though, um, just to go off of what we've kind of been talking about with lightsabers and like our favorite parts of the prequels and just Star Wars in general, I think the thing, the biggest detriment of Disney Star Wars movies is that they still have not accepted the fact that we like lightsaber battles more than anything else. Yeah. And yeah. Jedi and all that type of stuff. Like, I think Dave Filoni and Jon Favreau are... They know. They gave us Mandalorian, which isn't about a Jedi, but they oh understand. Oh but they nailed it. But they, they give us Ahsoka and the Darksaber, and they give us lore and stuff that we actually care about. Yeah. And so it's moving in that direction, especially with some of the um, stuff that they've announced. And going along with that, I think as bad as Episode Nine one was and some of the other crap that probably won't be that good it's like another thing is like andor it's like people don't really care about the dark grungy side of star wars like who cares about the seedy underbelly like we want to see lightsaber fights i mean i care about death sticks but yeah yeah of course if they made a death sticks tv (laughs) show i need my death sticks (laughs) fix yeah um (laughs) 
I mean, he's got me I next. wish I could <laughs> say that I do not, but <laughs> I, I've been on that desk to grind since 2002 as well. <laughs> they get Ever you since, early, man. They get you early. Ever since I saw that, man, I was like, man, get these desks. I love what they call they think they're, Are they cigarettes? They're, yeah, yeah, that's not even subtle cigarettes. at all. It's just desks. Yeah, that's on the nose. Yeah, and I think this is kind of this is kind of a prequel thing, not really super related, but if the Obi-Wan show is good, like phenomenal, then oh. I won't care about anything Disney has made or will make. Yep. If they make that as good as it can be, and I, every sign is pointing towards it being good for now, but if they make it as good as it can be, then I will be content. Yep. I won't care if everything else that they come out with is absolute garbage, because at least we got a great Obi-Wan show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so with that, my, my question is, what is who is your favorite character to come out of the prequels or just in the prequels oh, in general? Oh, goodness. Wow. Do I have to go first? I would love you to. Yeah. Can I go last? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you can go I'll, I'll, go, I'll go second. This is, this is honestly a hard answer for me because oh, yeah. for me, like, like I said at the beginning of this podcast, these prequels are my Star Wars. Oh, yeah. And so it's no, like... they're mine. Okay, gotcha. But yeah, it's like it's like it's not the originals for me. <laughs> this this is the Star Wars that raised me. You know, it wasn't original, and so for me, all of these characters are the Star Wars characters. Right. Um. Oof. If. Uh, yeah, I mean, like honestly, question. you can pick any of them. You yeah. can, I I, like I, some, I like, would feel comfortable don't. basically saying anybody from these movies. Yeah. Um, my favorite is probably Sleaze Bagono. <laughs> um, Ooh, good pick, man. You stole, you stole Dang, water. Man. That was also mine. No. Pick another guy. My, pick another guy so I can tell Mine, um... Kiati Mundi. Kiati Mundi. Yeah. Who is Jedi. What about the droid attack on the Wookiees? <laughs> which is also somehow a meme. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it's crazy what uh, they've memed Kit out of Kit Fisto. Um, Kit Fisto, who has zero lines. Zero lines and dies really... Because he's great. Plo, <laughs> <a> really unfortunate <laughs> one. Plo Koon is cool. All of them are cool but my answer is Django Fett oh nice um, answer Good I answer, love man. Django so much and I remember a lot of it's not even because of the movies a lot of it is because of a video game that I played on the GameCube growing up called the Bounty Jack Hunter Bounty Hunter um, holy crap that I've dude. actually been playing playing through again recently yeah. um, it's so cool and it just makes you like realize that Django Fett is maybe the coolest character that Star Wars has. Like, he's so yeah, awesome. I mean, I, it would be cool Boba if... Fett, Boba I like, Fett's pretty dope, too. Yeah. Boba <laughs> Fett's be... classic line in Star Wars Episode Two: yup. Yup. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is your father home? Yup. May we come in? Yup. <laughs> oh, so, they've made memes out of everything. They have. Um... <laughs> But uh, Django Fett really is super cool, and the the fight on Kamino between him and Obi Wan is just awesome. so cool. I think it's one of the overlooked fights. In, um, yeah. It's one of my favorite levels of Lego Star Wars yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, it's okay. just awesome, and Django is super cool, and <laughs> and it's like it, he's got part of that Boba Fett thing, which is he doesn't even need to be a good character. He's, he's just, just awesome. cool. Yeah. yeah. And you just see him, and you're immediately like, he is awesome. Yeah, he's similar to Boba Fett, but he has a better death. You know? Yeah, exactly. Well, well I mean... Oh, uh... <laughs> no, 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 they're both 
they're both pretty abrupt. We should, uh... I guess one thing I'll say is, like, the Boba Fett show has been announced, right? Oh, yeah, One thing that... We're doing it. One thing that would be very cool is if they had... Okay, just, again, segue, because Star Wars is something... Segue. Um... Not segue, offshoot, whatever. I mean, it's unrelated. Tangent. Tangent. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, sidebar. <laughs> sidebar. Sidebar for the audience. Blah, 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 blah. Has to have a quick entry. Um, I hope the Boba Fett show is, because it's called the Book of Boba Fett, I hope it's chapters from his life. Me too. I hope it's Me not too. all posts. Because there was, I, I know it's, it's, not, it's not canon oh, yeah. anymore, but there was a Boba Fett series of books that I was I read yeah, through. Yeah, I read a few. So awesome. Yeah. Learning about like, who he was yeah, and, as yeah. a little kid, basically. Yep. Mm-hmm. The things he went through. And also, we got a little bit of that in the Clone Wars. Yeah, some yeah. stuff, but not a ton. But just seeing like how he became yeah. the and most the feared is, bounty hunter in the galaxy would be so sick. Oh, yeah. And Dave Filoni is like super into the Legends lore and all that stuff. And Good. he's also Good. working on Boba Fett. He and... He and John Favreau and Robert Rodriguez, Robert Rodriguez are the spy three kids. guys. Yeah, they are. They're the guys that you are making. You die in one. the game, you die in real life. Yeah, <laughs> classic. So I hope with that, kind of to tie it into your answer, is that there's some Django Fett stuff with oh, young Boba, Tamara um, Robinson playing, or Tamara Morrison, Morrison. I don't know why I said Robinson playing both of them. Yeah, like, that would, it would be, awesome. be so sick. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a lot of cool potential that can come with that as well, but. Anyway, Django Fett. Yeah, Django yeah. Fett's my answer. I'll go ahead and I'll pick an, another. I'm just afraid because whenever I say something, Lucas doesn't change his answer. <laughs> and so if I say mine and he's like, oh, that's mine too, then I'll be like, well, I should have said this guy. Just no, don't okay. say Sleaze Bagona because we know that his Well, you already said it. I thought that's off the table. Yeah, that was kind of like the yeah. untouchable right. holy yeah. grail. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean... Mine, mine has to be Qui-Gon Jinn. Nice. Uh, that so is not good. mine, but okay, I good. love him as well. Qui-Gon, obviously, is only in one movie, but his impact is just so outstanding yeah. to me. Um, I think the character and the lore behind him and like what Qui-Gon believes as opposed to what the Jedi Council believes mm-hmm. is so interesting to learn about. Yeah. Um, he's basically like the Jedi who's the chill uncle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's, oh, like, exactly. he's like, oh, you want possessions it's yeah. like, i say go for it. yeah it's like you want to not be celibate like sure you can, man whatever you can yeah, sure, yourself to people even. people yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and so he's he's such a interesting character and i'm sad we didn't get to see him interact with more mm-hmm. other predominant jedi and see what those relationships would have been like um but just how powerful he is and how um influential he is as a father figure to Anakin initially mm-hmm. and how that was cut short and how tragic that is. Um, and, and I've, I've listened to stuff and I've read some stuff and I think it was, uh, I think it was Dave Filoni who was mm-hmm. talking about it, but he was like, what Anakin needed more than anything else in this series was a father figure. Yeah. Yeah. And that's because his, he was raised by his mom alone on Tatooine. And uh, Tusken Raiders. Yes. Yeah. His, 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 the one who reached out to him, the one who took him under his wing, uh, this father figure was stripped from him uh, at the end of the movie, and then, like, Obi Wan doesn't exactly there. fill that role. You yeah. know, he's still mm-hmm. left without that yeah. that person in his life. Because Obi Wan is still pretty young as well. Yeah, when yeah. Qui Gon dies, so it's like there's not that big of an age difference between Anakin and Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. Um, 
That's why he calls him, you're like my brother, not like my yeah. son. You were brother to me. Well. Brother. You're my brother, Anakin. Yeah. Um, I loved yeah. you. Attachment. I hate you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he's he's my answer. Um, I'm also pretty partial to, to green lightsabers. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. the green, man. Yeah, yeah. I love it. So cool. shout out to all of you, you Older brothers out there who, Green got, who played, uh, yeah. or or younger brothers, I don't know, who played uh, Qui Gon Jinn yep. in the Lego Star Wars oh, games. Yeah, <laughs> so good. I, and so with yeah. Liam Neeson, like I want to be it. Obviously, as much hate as Episode One has gotten, Liam Neeson still loves the fact that he's in Star Wars. Like he is like yeah. I loved that I am in. Like mm-hmm. I still love. I'm so glad. Like, and Sam Jackson is the same. And there are a lot of actors who are still relevant. Like, I don't know how glad Hayden Christensen is that he was in Star Wars. I think he's still Poor a fan. Hayden. But, um, <laughs> he really got the short yeah, end Because it's like Natalie Portman, Ewan McGregor, Samuel L. Jackson, Liam Neeson all have continued their careers. Yeah, and Hayden Christensen got typecast as a bad actor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> <In> just things. <laughs> um, That's great. But he... That's so for the episode. Another thing, going back to the Obi-Wan show... End of episode three, Yoda talks to Obi-Wan and is like, hey, you're going to be able to talk to your old master. And Obi-Wan's like, Qui-Gon. And that has never been, like, that knot has never been tied. Like, that loose yeah. end has never been tied. And so, Obi-Wan show. they better have <laughs> freaking Liam Neeson come back in the Obi-Wan show as a ghost. Because oh, he would be so, so down to is the thing. Oh, it's yeah. like, that's my biggest thing with this new stuff is when they don't bring back actors who are down to come back. And it's like, mm-hmm. obviously you have to pay him and stuff, but yeah. it's like... If You're there Disney. are, I know exactly. It's like if there's anyone from the prequels that's willing to come back, like bring them back. Like yeah. Hayden Christensen, that's gonna be awesome having him back. Episode yeah. nine, having it just be their voices was one of the biggest disappointments of that movie. I know, me. I agree. And yeah. I don't know if I've told you guys this, but they actually filmed the scene originally, oh. and it was originally just gonna be Qui Gon or not Qui Gon, Obi Wan, Anakin, and um, Mace Windu, and they came in. So this is not confirmed, but it's like. It is. Though. It is. It's like <laughs> release the JJ uh, Abrams cut. Yeah, well, <laughs> we got the Zack Snyder. There are four Jesus hours League. of episodes. <laughs> Very unfortunate. Well, there's not a JJ Abrams cut. He was yeah. just the reason they hired him back is just because he was the guy that was gonna bend over and do whatever the heck Disney wanted them to. Yeah, that's fine. And so, whatever. Um, Who's but, your favorite character, Lucas? Anyway, yeah, my <laughs> yeah. favorite character is um, Segway. <laughs> Segway now um, is Mace Windu. I awesome. yes. Yeah. So, so cool. I think number two for me he's is partial to purple lightsaber. Purple lightsaber. Well, yeah, yeah. Also, like, I just love Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, yeah and he's, he's like so awesome. the, he's kind of like the super cop of the Jedi Council. Like, he's the oh, one yeah. that's just like, yeah. we're doing this the right way. Mm-hmm. Like, by the book, but he's not like... Well, he's not even... He, uh, like, he's he, so cool. Like, dabbles in the dark side and the light side. Like, yeah. he can harness both sides of the Force. Yeah. And it's like, that's such a unique yeah. Yeah. thing to be able to say. You know? I wish there was more Mace Windu yeah. in the prequels. Because he doesn't even use a lightsaber in episode one. <laughs> yeah. In episode two, he's probably the best part, <laughs> honestly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Niall, Lucas's character could beat up your favorite character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, when he cuts his head off. Well, in a fair fight. You give Django prep time. <laughs> you give Django prep time and you, you cripple and blind Mace Windu, then 
totally. Oh, yeah, totally. Even playing. Yeah, I, feel, I don't know. I don't any, know. Anyway, sorry, I had to. So um, my dad could beat up your dad. Beat up your dad. Might be a favorite character. Mean of your favorite character. Growing up, I always thought that Mace Windu's name was Mace Window. Who else? <laughs> Hand up? No, just me? That's just you, man. All right, cool. <laughs> But Never I just mind. Call Mace. Um, I was kidding. Mace, yeah. I, I didn't think that. I, that. That would be stupid. If Real hilarious joke. Great you joke. Great joke. Just um, off the top of my head. I didn't yeah. know. What were you saying your second? Well, I was saying my second is Qui-Gon. Um, yeah. But also Sam Jackson loved being Mace Windu, and he has said multiple times, like, hey, bring you know, me bring me back. Like, I did not like Pay I'm me the saying, money and like, I'll who, come back. Uh, <laughs> like we never saw him die technically. Like he just got his hand cut off and thrown off a building. <laughs> So it's like, which maybe, to be truth. fair has happened to many Star Wars characters. They and they've survived. survived. Yeah. Well, worse, worse <laughs> things. They're gonna start like the Obi Wan series and it's gonna say like the dead speak. <laughs> and then Mace Windu do something. I I want I want the Obi Wan series to start just wide shot of the ground on Coruscant. <laughs> and then his people body walking by slamming against the concrete. Just, <laughs> oh just slam into the ground. People are freaking out, calling the police. He gets up and walks away. Walks away unfazed, but it's like, screw the job. Doesn't come back until the last episode. Yeah. It's treason then. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it would be cool to see Mace Windu come back in some capacity, but it would be very difficult for them to yeah, pull it off. For yeah. sure. What I hope happens in the Obi-Wan show, just to kind of talk about that again, um, because it'll, it's going to be modern prequels done right if, yep. if they do it right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, well, and the creative team behind it. Yeah, yeah. it's awesome. We're good. And so Except. if they have um, a flashback part of that show as well, where they have Hayden Christensen, Ewan McGregor, and hopefully Sam Jackson and other people in like Clone Wars armor, and we get some live action Clone Wars stuff ooh, tying into as, the beginning ooh, of that wait, show. As long as they're not like horribly aged down yeah yeah yeah, yeah. if they oh man if the they CG de-aging well. is so rough yeah. well the de-aging is yet. rough but also playing it off like they're the same age like Michael Sarah in <laughs> Arrested <laughs> Development yeah, at the beginning where he just looks like a freaking like old bird man. now he's, he's <laughs> we're not there yet <laughs> yeah but we will so be <laughs> he aged real rough <laughs> They such make a, a cute kid, such a gross adult. Oh, I know. It's unbelievable. Because it's not even that he's, like, overweight, but his no, chin is neck. Like, it's just... Turned into a sleep stack from Land of the Lost. I know. It's like, what the heck? <laughs> Michael Sarah. Anyway, right. yeah, that's our that's our prequel episode. Um, <laughs> one, with one with Michael Sarah's neck, <laughs> which has nothing to do with the prequels, but is uh, is entertaining. Yeah, right? guys, I love these movies. Yeah, I do too. Oh, you so too. Good. I love. All right, well, that's too, <laughs> all right. Step too far. <laughs> yeah, at the end of the day, the prequels and all their shortcomings are still enjoyable to watch. Oh yeah, and there's a lot of good that came out of them, much more than the sequel trilogy I think we can agree yeah um but yeah that's what we got for you remember that we love you and we were in person this time so it was cool yeah. if you could not tell the energy <laughs> is so different so different is. we're talking over um, each other we're yelling we're yeah. screaming we're giggling and, and chuckling talking at the same time And that's how should we end there. We'll end <laughs> yeah. three, two, one. Segway. <laughs>